welcome back to the third episode, everyone. Um, in this one, I would like to talk about um, or build on finding and realizing self-love. And, and prepare, because I'm probably going to throw the word validation around um, a lot. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, to start off, a lot of people um, around this subject like to... People who don't have any self-respect, any um, any self-love for, for themselves, people who hate something about themselves, they always seek the validation of others, but the same people always like to complain um, when they hate something about themselves. But they never want to do anything about it. They never want to change. They 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 never want to change that thing that they hate about themselves. Um, and instead of changing that thing, whatever it is they hate about themselves, they just seek the validation and approval from others, which I think can be very destructive. And because... Self-love is very important. If you can find a way to love yourself and to recognize your self-worth and your self-value, then you're practically your own god. I mean, if you have a lot of self-love and self, you know, self-respect, there's realistically there's nothing that can knock you down um emotional wise uh, me- you know mentally emotional wise that sort of thing because you already have self love and actually if you have self love and self respect then you don't need the validation and approval from others because you already have it if somebody if somebody has self-love and self-respect then they understand the import they, they should understand the importance of self-validation and self-approval that you know others might differ on um but yeah so it, it's a very important thing but once you find that find how to love yourself again you know if you're like i said if you're in a very dark and lonely place um i say lonely place because and i think a lot of people who have gone through severe depression could relate to this when you're depressed Nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody wants to... I mean, you know, there will be those true friends that will stick by you, you know, every step of the way. Um, They'll never leave your side. It's hard. It's very, very hard to find friends like that, to find people in your life who will not judge you, 
for being depressed. They won't judge you as weak. They won't judge you as soft. Um, you know, they, they won't judge you as pathetic or sad. They will offer the, the friends that I, that I've had have offered their every ounce of support. And like I said, friends like that are extremely rare but going back to what I was saying when you're su- when you're severely depressed most people won't want to talk to you most people won't want to hear it and that causes everybody to avoid you to stare you down give you looks um talk behind your back you know do this, do that. And if assuming that um somebody has crawling out somebody that is in that state of mind has crawling out of that um of that dark place rumors and that stupid shit that people treat somebody the the way that some that people treat somebody that is in that state of mind once they have that self-confidence or rebuild that self-confidence and self-respect that usually doesn't that shouldn't phase you because those people that make fun of others and put others down they have no self-respect their self-respect comes from putting other people down their self-respect comes from ruining other people's lives but the person that was once a victim if you're on the receiving end of that and you find all of that you find self-respect you find self-love, self-worth, self-confidence, you are a thousand steps ahead of a place that they'll never be. Because to find that, you realize that you don't need to, you realize and you understand that you don't need to put other people down just to make yourself feel better. You understand that because you've been through it. You know how it feels. Those people have never had to go through that. So they wouldn't know. Um, But I think, in my personal opinion and experience, putting others down and ruining somebody's life to create this false sense of value for yourself i i think and and i think a lot of people would agree is one of the scummiest things that you can do um because instead of instead of finding it naturally within yourself because it's always there even when you're at your lowest of low points the self-love and self-respect 
it's always there. It might just not be there in your conscious mind. But somebody I and and I know that somebody people can sink so low that they turn to self-harm and suicide which I understand rivals my point of it always being there but I think I I I stand by that I think that it is always there you just have to look deep within yourself and I know I I know that sort of cheesy you know i mean that's sort of cliche but it's true if you are in going through severe depression and you um and you you know you've essentially lost all hope um you don't you, you can't you've lost your your uh, your way in the darkness um stopping and thinking about where you are and thinking about where you truly want to be i think is a very powerful coping method because i did that same thing um, back then, you know, when, when I was going through severe depression, I, I always tried to be alone with my thoughts, whatever was making, whatever was feeding the depression, I always tried to get away from. Um, and I used that by, you know, taking walks at night, um, it, for somebody that, once went through severe depression that was a very very helpful technique um invaluable because it forced me to be alone with my thoughts which i i understand when you're in that state of mind your thoughts are essentially the last thing that you want to think about they're the last because your thoughts are when you're in that state of mind, your thoughts are just feeding the depression, but you have to think about everything, not just the depression, but imagine yourself right now, you know, if you are in that state of mind of hopelessness you know, you feel absolutely shattered and you can't put the pieces back together. You can't find a way to put the pieces back together. You have to imagine, you you have to look at, your, at yourself right now and you have to think about where you truly want to be because you know that... The mindset that you're in right now, that's not really you. That's not the you that you want to be. That's not the best, that's not the very best version of yourself. So 
what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to wallow in your own self-pity or are you going to take that first step and identify the elements that are feeding the depression, feeding the anxiety, feeding the sorrow and the hopelessness and work with what you have. And I know that with some people, it's not that easy. Um, For me, one of the things that was feeding my severe depression is my family. Um, I was living in a... So after my dad died, my family became very, very, very dysfunctional. And that was one of the things that was feeding it. And that was the sole reason um, that was really the only reason that I stayed up ridiculously late and I took walks at, you know, four, four or five in the morning. And, you know, I would just occasionally look up in the stars and, um, and, and, you know, obviously at this time of morning, there's not a single car on the road. So it is dead silent apart from the very light, gentle, calm breeze, you know. Um, and I would just think, I, I would just evaluate, not maybe not evaluate, but I would... I would take a step back and think about what can I do to make tomorrow just a little bit better than it was today. Even if it wasn't something big, even if it wasn't a big change in my, um, you know, in my day, even if it, it didn't have to be, it didn't have to, and it wasn't, believe me, it wasn't anything drastic, just one inch at a time. That's all. And some people don't think about that. If you are in a place physically, emotionally, mentally, and you don't know how to get out, one step at a time, one inch at a time is all it takes. You just have to know how to execute, not how to execute, how to start in which direction that you want to move. Because if you don't have a clear plan, if you aren't looking, if you aren't seeing through tunnel vision at your target, the place that you want to be in, the place the direction that you want to move if you aren't thinking about every step to reach your target you're going to go off the rails long before you reach it and it's happened not just to me to friends to i think just about everybody actually um it's very common but to anybody who 
is in severe depression, I urge you to take that first step. Because sitting in a pool of your, you know, of your own depression, your self-hate, your just allowing these negative thoughts to cloud and to flood your mind, you, the pain is not going to stop. It's not, the pain isn't going to cease until you take that first step. And it's not going to stop when you take that first step. It's going to last for a while. But if you have something driving you, if you have something to motivate you, and when you're in that state of mind, there are very, very few things to motivate you to get out of bed, to do the simplest of tasks. Like every single tiny task, even going to the bathroom seems like such a chore, you know, um, but if you truly want to do something, you'll find a way to do it. And I, I've learned that from experience. You will find a way to do it. Um, but I, 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 I sort of got off track from, uh, I sort of went off the rails from self-love and self, um, self-worth. Um, but it all, it all tied into it that self-worth, finding self-worth and self-value is essentially the first step because I think the first step is realizing that you're better than whatever is causing your depression. You're better than that. For me, it was my family. That's why I, and I'm not saying that everybody should distance themselves or completely just cut off from their family, unless they're, you know, super abusive or whatever. (laughs) Then in, in that case, by all means. But for me, it was my family. For somebody out there, it could be, there it could be a relationship with a girlfriend boyfriend it, it could be school it could be anything um what worked for me might not work for you so you, you taking time out of your day to do a lot of self evaluation will take you a lot farther than you ever thought possible when you were in that mindset. Because, and I'm talking from the heart here, when you're in that mindset, you, you've essentially given up. You, you feel like you've given up. You feel like there's no end to the pain. Um, You've heard, you know, time and time again that pain is only temporary, not when you're in that mindset, or at least it feels like it, that 
that pain is never going to stop. So why even try? But I promise you that taking that first step and, you know, moving this just, just one inch at a time in the right direction and rewarding yourself for that, being appreciative of appreciating even just a couple of steps in the right direction is a massive achievement and not everybody values that. Not everybody recognizes how valuable just taking the first few steps is. Because if you can take if you can take the first step, then you can take you if you can take the first couple of steps, then you realize to yourself that you can take another and another and another. And before you know it, you've taken 10 steps, 100 steps in the right direction. And before long, you won't feel that pain anymore. You will find self-love eventually. So I'm going to close it off here. I I hope you enjoyed episode three. Um, I Once again, I hope I help somebody out there. So... Um, I hope you all tune into my next one, and I guess I'll see you then. Have a great day, everyone.